Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. 
My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, my friend? Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about my book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. If you didn't know, I wrote a book last year about everything that I understand about the process of healing and overcoming childhood trauma. It's available on Amazon and on my website at thinkunbroken.com. This book is the book that I needed when I was going through my healing journey. And I took everything that I understand about trauma from mindset and practical tools to science, put them together in a journal style book that is about you stepping into an intrinsic understanding of where you are in your life and creating a reframe of where you want to go. This book to me is really my full understanding of what it is to finally get out of the vortex and become the hero of your own story. At over 250 pages long, this thing is dense and full of everything that I understand to this point about healing trauma. And of course, we're always growing, we're always changing, and there's always more. But I would love if you would check out a copy. Every purchase helps support the podcast, as well as what I do with Think Unbroken Academy. You can check it out at thinkunbroken.com or on Amazon. Thank you so much, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Welcome to the Michael Unbroken Podcast, where it's all about understanding your past, getting out of the vortex, creating intention, cultivating self-belief, and becoming the hero of your own story. This podcast answers real client questions with real, personal, practical, and actionable advice based on science, mindset, and becoming unbroken. Now, your trauma coach, author, and speaker, Michael Anthony. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? I'm Michael Anthony, author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma. And today I'm going to talk to you about something that was really profound in my journey of healing, and that is cognitive power reframing. Now, as you know, I believe that if it's true that the things that we say to ourselves, the stories that we tell ourselves are true, then wouldn't it make sense that the power of the words that we use are the one thing that we need to have control over? Right. Think about this. How often have you put yourself in this position of saying, I can't, I won't, I shouldn't, I'm not capable, right? And then how often have you put yourself in a position where you flip that and go, I can. Think about the difference that has happened in your life where you've put yourself in a position to be successful before even taking action. So much of that relies on the words that we are saying to ourselves. How many times have you been in this position where you say, I can't, and thus it doesn't happen? Or you say, I can, and it does. Think about the things that are really important to you, the things that you want, the things that you want to accomplish, the way you want to live your life. And as you've moved towards those things, how often it's come true that you achieve those goals, whatever they may be, because you've already predetermined in your mind that you are going to move towards those things to accomplish them. Whether it's you know having a healthy relationship or getting a degree or getting that job you want or buying a car or shoes or whatever that thing is, often when we start with the mindset of I can, we achieve that goal. 
Now, sometimes you have to parlay that with patience and a roadmap and coaches and mentors and the whole nine. But when you've made that declaration to yourself, moving towards it is much more easy and more possible to reach that goal. Whereas if we say, I can't, I won't, it's not possible, chances are you're not going to move towards that at all. One of the most fascinating things about reframing is that with the power of words, we get to start to take control over our lives again, right? Negative self-talk, and I've spoken about this many times, just consumes us. We grew up, we're told we're never going to be capable enough, we're never going to be good enough, the world doesn't love us, we don't deserve it. And when those things sit with us, what comes true? that story until we reframe it. And I've talked about negative self-talk many times, so I'm not going to dive into that today. But what I want to talk to you about instead is the process of reframing and what that really means. So much about reframing is about taking what you understand about who you are right now in this moment and flipping it on its head, effectively telling yourself a new story. Right? It's a 180 degree shift of where you were to where you want to be. Now, the most important part of reframing is doing it in a binary way, meaning it is a true or false statement so that there's no gray area. It doesn't get murky. Right? When you make a straightforward binary statement, there's no room for negotiation. Now, I recognize that as you move through this, having a statement and moving towards it also means that in this given moment, it may not 100% be solidified and fortified in you, and it may take some effort to get to that place. That's okay, because this is about moving forward in a new narrative versus being stuck in our old thought patterns. So let's say, for instance, I say that I am a person who doesn't get overwhelmed. Now, that is true. That is actually one of my power frame statements. I am a person that does not get overwhelmed. Does that mean that overwhelming things don't occur in life? Of course they do. You know, the car gets towed, the dog gets sick, your wife leaves you, the job fires you, right? Whatever that thing is, there's always something, that feeling of overwhelmness. And and also in work, at, you know, another project, another employee, another this, another that, there's always going to be more, 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 more. We understand this about the world, that there's always going to be more. There's always going to be more on our plate. And as technology advances and as the state in which we work changes, that's going to continue to hold true. That said, I am not a person that gets overwhelmed. I'm a person that does not get overwhelmed. Okay, now you're probably thinking, okay, that sounds all fine and dandy, but how does that actually hold true? Here's how it holds true. Because by making that statement, I automatically put my brain in a position to allow myself the space to move into the idea that being overwhelmed is not allowed in my life. It is a cognitive decision that I don't get overwhelmed. That is not to say I don't get frustrated. That's not to say that I don't get in this place where I need to take a break, right? But I don't get overwhelmed. And if I'm reaching that threshold in which that feeling of I am overwhelmed, I'm going to collapse comes, I stop. Because it is true that I'm a person that does not get overwhelmed. So that in in part is taking agency and allowing myself the space to be cognizant of that. My brain says, okay, nine more things just got thrown on your desk, another client, another this, another that, whatever it may be, pause. You know, I don't, I don't fully understand this idea of people working themselves to death all the time. Yes, it happens, but does it have to? 
I you will catch me in the middle of the day just stopping because I am a person that does not get overwhelmed. Now, how do you get to that place? You also have to think about all of the parameters around that statement that also have to hold true, meaning I have to have a calendar that I schedule from start to finish throughout the entire course of my day so that there's no surprises and I also leave time for the things that I need to do or accomplish. Now, that's a part of it. The other part of it is, can I learn how to do effective time management? What is it that I really need to understand about utilizing time that puts me in a position where I don't get overwhelmed? The other part of it is, can I put myself in a position to leverage doing only the things that absolutely need my attention? Think about this, and, and this is only from a work perspective. How often do you get an email and you're like, why am I even responding to this? Secret, I don't respond to them. Why? Because they probably don't matter, right? Now, that said, what you have to do is determine that for yourself. The, the parameter in which this exists is going to be different for everyone. And that is just simply an example of one of my reframing. And I'm going to go down some more with you here that I actually just wrote. Because I think about as we are on this journey, and you've heard me talk about the power of writing many, many times. In order to understand where you want to go, you have to understand where you are right now. And so I'm constantly taking measure, constantly taking inventory of the place that I am in my life at this moment so that I can move towards these goals that I have that are 30 years down the road. Because I recognize that part of this process of reframing is patience and execution. Because it's one thing to say it to yourself and it's the other thing and it's another thing to move towards it every single day, no matter what. And that's so much of what this journey is. It's like, can you put your feet on the ground and go forward every single day within the parameters of your wants, needs, interests, personal values, and boundaries. And if you don't know those, if you have not defined those things yet, what I want you to do is read my book, Think Unbroken, because I actually dive into each one of these bit by bit to explain how you create a narrative and understanding around those. Because I believe that those are actually on the forefront, understanding your wants, your needs, your interests, your values, and your personal boundaries. Those are paramount to creating a framing of who you need to become. Because so often as trauma survivors, we have not declared what those things mean to us because we haven't been given agency and permission. I've talked about many of those things previously. Go check that out. But before you step into power framing, I would suggest that you do so. I'm not saying you can't step into power framing, but I think that it's a little bit more helpful when you have other parameters already set in place. Now that said, I want to dive into mine while also explaining to you why I wrote them and why I created these power frames to give you a little bit of background in examples that will help you do this yourself. Because here's what I want you to do at the end of this. I want you to stop whatever you're doing, grab a piece of paper, and write 10 power frames. And the reason I want you to do this is because the importance of this is about reframing, right? How do I cognitively reframe the understanding of the person that I am despite the trauma that I've been through, despite the pain that I've been through, despite the world always seeming to be on my back, and do a 180 and step into the idea that I have agency to live the life that I want to have it's so incredibly important because I've talked about reframing. I wrote a chapter of it in the book as well. You know, I've talked about it in other episodes and it's so important. Reframing is so important. And I was, I was sitting with Tom Bilyeu the other day 
And, and he challenged us. He said, write 10 power frames. And I had had these for years, right? And, and realistically, I hadn't updated my own reframing in a long time. And so I sat with this idea last night and I wrote these things out and I said, okay, I understand this about the person that I am today while also recognizing that in time, these will change. And so I'm going to take this this understanding that I had yesterday from participating with Tom and share that with you because I've stepped into this many times. I've talked to it about it many times, but it's fresh for me and I want to, to explain it to you in a way that can be palatable and practical for you. So let's dive in. I'm going to explain each one of my, my power reframes, my cognitive power reframes here. And then what I'm going to do is explain why, because I want you to start thinking. I want the ball to start rolling in your head about how you position yourself to change the way that you think about yourself right now. So this is actually my notebook. This is how I write them in there. There are words somewhere. Maybe you'll see them. Maybe you won't, Um, but I'm going to read them to you. So one, I'm a person that doesn't get overwhelmed. Now, this has been one of my reframes for probably five or six years because I recognized like when I stepped into creating Think Unbroken, at the time it wasn't Think Unbroken, it was called These Ten Aces and it was something else before that. Um, it, it was that and parlaying that with another job and, and dating and life and therapy and health and all these things. And I was like, whoa, 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 you got a lot going on here. You need to figure out how to navigate the world. And so not getting overwhelmed became paramount to all of my success because not only am I in this mental health journey, which I still am, I tell you this all the time, I will always be, but I'm in this position of trying new things, discovering stuff about myself. That in its own right can be very scary and very overwhelming. So I made the declaration that I will not get overwhelmed. I am a person that does not get overwhelmed. And because I made this statement, it held true. I rarely, rarely, rarely have ever hit that breaking point where I'm like, whoa, pause, time out on everything. And the reason is because I've put the parameters around time management. I've put the parameters around understanding what it is that I need to accomplish, what's important, what's not. And more so listening to myself. And in these moments where I'm like, I need to take a break, I take a break. I don't work myself to death. Are you ready to become the hero of your own story? Are you tired of waking up every day, not showing up for yourself, not believing in yourself, not having self-love or self-esteem, and you're ready for something different? Are you ready to challenge yourself to become the hero of your own story? Are you at this place in your life where you are willing to do whatever it takes to have the life that you want? I've asked myself so many of those same questions and put myself through all of the rigors of personal growth to be able to invite you today to the Think Unbroken Academy 12-week small group one-on-one coaching curriculum. Now, as you may know, I have traveled the world from Bali and Singapore to New York, Seattle, Portland, and everywhere in between teaching my intensive five-day in-person workshop. And because of the times in 2021 and COVID and all the things that happened in life, I've now made that workshop accessible weekly to a small cohort of people where we will come together, go through the workshop curriculum, go through coaching, and go through accountability together to create change in our life. And right now, I'm accepting a handful of hand-chosen applicants to be a part of this small group coaching curriculum. 
It's a 12-week program in which you're going to dive deep into change, growth, healing, understanding trauma, understanding mindset, how to be successful, how to be accountable, how to love yourself, and ultimately, how to become the hero of your own story. The first cohort starts on February 1st, and right now, you can apply and have a one-on-one free consultation with me in advance at thinkunbroken.com. So head over to thinkunbroken.com, fill out the form, have a one-on-one with me, and I'll see you in the classroom, my friend. Death, right? Number two, I'm a person that will do anything within my value system and the law to obtain my goals. Many of you know my story. When I was a kid, I did whatever it took to make money. Sell drugs, break the law, break into houses, steal cars, run with guns. I did a lot of things that were super illegal because I needed something, whatever it was at that time, to reach this goal, right? And that goal sometimes was just like giving my grandma extra money for rent or for electricity or whatever that thing may be. But also it was like, I'm going to steal her car and go drive to Kentucky one night with my little brother because like that's a goal that I had. Not recognizing at the time, like that's not only immoral, but I didn't have the value system in place at the time to say that's not really what I want to do. And so now what I think about is how do I make sure that I move towards my goals at breakneck speed, no matter what, all the time while maintaining my value and not breaking the law. Because it it came true for me that I had to reframe my understanding of what was acceptable. Number three, I'm a person that will not allow trauma to determine my self-worth, value, or beliefs. Now, this one obviously holds super true. I always say that though trauma is our foundation, it is not our future. And I mean that, and I mean that in the deepest sense of it, because, you know, we are set up for failure and and statistically, just because of the zip code that I I grew up in, I should be dead or in jail. And yet here I am, I'm talking to you today. And I think about the power that this carries in my life and knowing that once upon a time, now it's been a long time since, but once upon a time, everything in my life was dictated and determined by the trauma I experienced. It was always the fulcrum. It was always the leverage point for why my life was a disaster. So now I refuse to let that be a part of it. Does trauma impact me? Yes, of course it does. I always have to do the work. I always have to do my yoga, meditation, therapy, journaling, all of the things, right? But that doesn't mean it gets to determine what happens in my life. Number four, I am a person that puts honesty above everything. Now, if you've listened to old episodes and especially about values, you know that my number one value is honesty. And with this reframe, this has held true for so long now that that it's something that I want to always leverage. Like I think about some of these reframings here, they will go away in time because they will adapt, they will adopt, they will, you know, basically you'll become a symbiotic, right? And this one's important because I don't ever want it to go away. Honesty is my number one value. Being this person of integrity is my number one value. Being able to understand myself in the world through truth is number one to me. It is most paramount because I grew up lying. And, and lying was a necessity, right? I had to lie to survive, but I don't have to do that anymore. And so I want to make sure that I never step into that pathway again because it's dark, it's gross, it's dangerous, it's hurtful. Um, and, and honestly, honesty is what I want in my life. 
Uh, number five, I'm a person that will learn whatever I must to understand what I don't know. Th this is really twofold, right? One, it's about not judging, right? Not putting myself in a position where I look at the world and I go, I have a certain belief about this thing because I'm uneducated in it because I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that we make in society. I don't want to do that to myself. In fact, I refuse it. That's why it is one of my reframes. I do not want to ever be like, I think I understand this to the point that I can make a judgment without fully understanding. Um, and the other part of it is like, I want to be the learner. Like, and and I'm I'm straight up still in this one from so many of my personal growth allies here in the world is that I want to be a learner. I I have since I was a child read ad nauseum, like always consuming information. I love learning, which is a, an interesting juxtaposition and consideration that I hated school, right? But I love learning about what I love to learn about. And right now, I mean, it's a couple of weeks into the year. I've already read three books, right? I'm trying to read 50 this year. I've done it before. I'm going to try to do it again because I believe that if we can learn, if we can understand more about who we are, we can have a greater impact on the world. Number six, I'm a person that puts healthy food into my body. Now, if you followed me at all on social media, you would have saw that the other day I posted a before and after photo of me at 350 pounds versus me at 210. And that is a very big difference. And the reason why this is one of my reframes is because I am a person that puts healthy food in my body as a choice. It is a declaration that I am making that has been a part of my self-narrative for a very long time. And much like honesty will always be there because I don't ever want to be morbidly obese again. I don't ever want to have so much disdain for myself that I refuse to care for myself, which happens so often to people. And this is so important for my journey, for my healing, for my health, for what it is that I want in my life that I'm always going to make this a priority, right? And, and of course, I could always add diet and exercise and all those things, but I think about this. I can put healthy food in my body every single day, real, natural, unprocessed food, not Cheetos and chocolate cake and gummy bears, which I do love, don't get me wrong. If I can put that healthy food in my body, then I can perform better. I can be a higher performer for all the other things that matter in my life. Um, number seven, is I'm a person that asks for help when they need it. This is so true. I spent so much time not asking for help that it became a detriment to my life. It was so bad that I would be at rock bottom and refuse to ask for help because I thought it was weak. My understanding, and I've shared this before, is that asking for help is one of the strongest and most powerful things that we can do because vulnerability is at its essence what makes us communal as human beings. And no one who has ever done anything great has done it on their own. And I want to also be that person, right? I want to be great. Like I know that within me, like that is something that I want per my definition of what that means. And because of that, like I recognize that I have to ask for help. I have podcast guests on. I have people that help edit my book. I have, you know, all of these communities that support me. And when I reach out, reach back out. And that is important to me so much because I don't ever want to be the person who is too scared to ask for help knowing, knowing, knowing that it's a detriment to my goals and to who I want to be. So ask for help. Um, number eight, I am a person that does not judge themselves with guilt or shame, but moves towards understanding the root of my actions. 
I mean, that one's pretty straightforward, right? I mean, we as trauma survivors get buried in guilt and shame and embarrassment of the experiences that we've had. And that transmutes into adulthood where we still have those same experiences and emotions, right? We feel guilt or shame about just being present, about existing, about breathing, about moving amongst the world. And I don't want to be that. I refuse it, right? And so when I make a mistake, when I do something outside of character, because I am a human and that will happen and anyone who says otherwise is, is full of shit, to be honest with you, we are all going to make mistakes, even as defined as we try to get, even with all of our values and all of our goals and all the things we write and all the things that we do, there will always be moments in when we step back. And in those moments, I don't want to judge it. I don't want to feel guilt about it. I don't want to feel shame about it. I want to understand it. And I want to understand it so that I don't do it again, right? For years and years and years, it was about guilt. It was about tripping. It was about everything is your fault and you're a loser and all this negative self-talk. And now I think about that and I go, that is not in line with who I am as a person, with my values or any part of that. And so because of that, the thing that I know to be true is that I need to understand it. Number nine, I'm a person that will always risk making a mistake over questioning what if. This to me is about fearlessness, right? Growing up, I was so afraid to be myself. It, it was literally beaten out of me, this idea that I was allowed to have agency over my own life. And so I walked on eggshells. I talked on eggshells. I was never allowed to freely move about the world. And, and I made a declaration to myself years ago. It was when I got serious about traveling the world that I was going to take risk, that I was just going to go for it, right? It's the same way that I end up riding a 40-foot wave, or it probably wasn't that big. It might have been 20 feet. But it's huge to me because I don't even know anything about the ocean, um, riding this wave in Indonesia and having this amazing life experience, eating street food in Vietnam, going to Kuala Lumpur, being in Mexico, Jamaica, traveling the world, like going to all these places, all these experiences, learning so much about myself through the place of being uncomfortable about risk and just going for it. And I, I think about this a lot. On my deathbed, I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to have any what ifs. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to always step into it because so much of life was taken away from me as a kid. I didn't get to live a childhood. I didn't have one, right? I had trauma and abuse and suffering and pain and torment. And now, like, how can I have joy and fun and expectation and reality and, and things like that, right? What does that mean? And finally, uh, and this one, and again, there are no particular order. Um, but I am a patient. I'm a patient. I hope I'm not a patient. I am a person that is patient and willing to sacrifice to make my dreams a reality. This is so true. This is so true. I, you know, I've mentioned this so many times. My, my goal is 30 years down the road. This idea about helping a million people move through the vortex to become the hero of their own story, like while that number is, you know, unimportant at this point the goal of just helping and helping and helping and helping and stepping in and doing things like this and creating this content, having the interviews and writing the books and doing the podcasts and having the, like all of it is about, can you take something away from this today that makes your life better? Because I have discovered that in my life, it is incredible. Like it is incredible. The life that I have now knowing that I came from nothing and it's not saying that it's not hard because it's always hard. Every day is a challenge. Every day is my routine. I, I talk about this. But my dreams are so important to me that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And, and part of that is patience. 
We live in a very strange society where we have the expectation that it will happen now, that somehow in this moment, you're going to be given everything that you ever wanted when the truth is it might take 30 years to get it. And so I put this parameter on myself and I said, I'm going to do Think Unbroken for the next 30 years. I don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but I'm going to move towards it every single day, knowing that I want to build this thing into something that is impactful globally. And how do you do that? You start with this right now. And in time, that will redefine itself and that will grow and that will change. But it's about can I move forward? Can I make that dream a reality? And when I go and I look at my goals and I read that goals worksheet, my reality is going to be possible because that dream is something that I've laid out. So I always know what direction that I'm moving towards. Now, I challenge you, because this is fresh, it's right now, you're listening to it, take a piece of paper and write out 10 statements that start with, I am a person that. Now, of course, you know you can write whatever you want, but I would suggest that you think about the place that you are now versus the place that you want to be. Do that 180 and move towards it with trust, with hope, with patience, with this idea that you can have that life. Look, no part of this is easy. I get it. And I understand how difficult it is. I understand how tedious it can be. I understand that place where you wake up, you put your feet on the ground, you're like, I don't want this right now. But the question is, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? Nothing great is going to come easy. We know that. I wish it weren't true. If I could just give you everything and make your life perfect, I would. But I can't. And so what are you going to do about it? My friend, thank you so much for hanging out, for listening, for being a part of the Unbroken Nation. Please do me a favor and like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Please, it would mean so much to me. Share this with a friend. Check me out on social media. I'm at Michael Unbroken everywhere. And check out my book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. I've said that wrong in four podcasts in a row. (laughs) Like I didn't write the book. Check out my book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. It's on Amazon. It's in the library if you need to get it for free. And it's on my website at thinkunbroken.com. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Michael Unbroken podcast. To leave your question for Michael, call 971-801-2446. Please follow, like, subscribe, and review. And don't forget to check out more mental health resources at thinkunbroken.com. And follow Michael on Instagram at michaelunbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. 
and I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.